I want to just read you a verse of scripture. Jesus said, Matthew chapter number 16 and verse number 18. I'd like to get something squared away after 30 years. The Bible says in Matthew 16 and verse 18, And I say unto thee, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Notice these two words, my church. Jesus is speaking, and he's saying that Joshua Baptist does not belong to Gene Wolfenbarger. Not a stone, not a microphone, not a pencil, not a piece of paper, not a bus, not a truck, not a vehicle. Not one square foot of land, not one block in the six plus million dollars worth of buildings. Nothing belongs to Gene Wolfenbarger. Jesus said, it's my church. 30 years ago in the mind of God, before I even had a mind, It was his church. Before there's ever a message preached, before there's ever a song sung, before there's ever a business meeting, before there's ever a board or a plank, it was his church. In the mind of an infant almighty God, he saw the desperately need for a church in Joshua, Texas. Not just any church. Not just another church, but his church. His church. And after 30 years, 30 years of blessings, 30 years of heartaches, 30 years of tears, 30 years of disappointments, 30 years of shouting, 30 years of sending, 30 years of spending, 30 years of giving, 30 years of praying, 30 years of Fasting 30 years of just doing what God wants done. It still remains his church. Not your church. Not my church. He said, I will build my church. Thank God this is still his church. All the accolades, all the praise, all the glory, all the shout belongs to him, not to me. Man, I've just been a hitchhiker alone for 30 years. And I'm so glad he gave me a ride. And when you cease being grateful, you'll die inside. You don't like what's going on at his church? 
Don't talk to me about it. Talk to him. It's his church. You don't like how long I preach? I'll cut it short. If he wants me to. You don't like what I preach? Need to take it up with he who's leading the preacher. I would just like to bring you a message entitled, His Church. After 30 years, I hope and pray you realize that this is bigger than one individual. That there's something more important than one's opinion. That the ministry has grown and now the pond is getting larger. So there's more ducks on the pond. That means there's a lot of quackers on the pond. Your quack may not be as distinct and loud as it used to be. But thank God you've still got a quack. Don't need to change ponds. Just quack a little louder. Well, the church has got clicks. Really? Join one, you'll like it. I know there's no clicks because you're in them. There's a click in this section and a click in that section. Thank God we're all still clicking. We might even click in Spanish. We might even click in English. But as long as we're clicking for Jesus, that's all that matters. Oh, how in the world are we going to have this many people and have movement without friction? I've always said I'd rather direct a moving object than to resurrect a dead one. Dear God, as long as we're seeing people saved, sending buses to every community that joins us. Hey, you ought to have been here yesterday trying to fix buses so we can get the kids home. Yeah, if you got buses, you got problems. Don't ever think. That just because it's his church, there's no friction. There'll always be friction if there's movement. And if I'm living, there'll be movement. And I just want to talk to you today about his church. I read something the other day. I'd kind of like to leave it with you. A lot of folks have disappointed with the church and a lot of folks are put out with the church and a lot of folks have different opinions of the church and and I, I just I'm a I'm a church guy if that's okay with you. Everything I know about God I've learned in the church. Every blessing I've received from God I've received because of the church. If it were not for the church, I don't know what I'd do. Paul said, but if I tarry long, that I may, that thou mayest know how thou oughtest behave in the house of God. Which is the church of the living God. The pillar and ground of the truth. 1 Timothy 3 and 15. 
Paul gives us a description, a biblical description of his church. He said, first of all, that the church is the house of God. There's nothing wrong with attending the house of God. Uh, There's nothing wrong with coming home. There's nothing wrong with enjoying being with the family. Can you say amen? And I just know with all, without a shadow of a doubt, that this is the house of God. That's what the Bible said. The Bible said, if I tarry long, that thou mayest know how thou oughtest to behave in the house of God. By the way, I notice none of you traditional fundamentalists griped about my praise team. He did it, not me. Did you notice our praise team? Our pastor was one of the praise team. We're praising God. And if that's how we want to do it, and that's our way of doing it, praise God, that's okay. But now some folk might do it differently, and that's okay with me, because I don't have anything to do with that. But bless God, I want to tell you something. I'm glad that this is the house of God. It is the church of the living God. And it is the pillar and ground of truth. Jesus said, I am the way and what? The truth and the life. The Bible said he was full of grace and truth. Thank God. If you want to find out where the truth is, you go to the place where the truth is being proclaimed. Amen. But I like that. I don't care whether you like it or not. The church was purchased at a tremendous price. We have a nonchalant idea of the church today. Take it or give it. Go if I can. Go if I don't want to. Don't go if I don't want to. But the Bible said that Jesus Christ purchased the church with his own blood. It is precious to God. It is important to God. It is significant to God. It is what God came to start. It's what he's working through today. And it's what he's coming back for in the near future. And anybody who has a low opinion, I don't need to go to church. No, you don't have to eat either, but you do. And we put everything in the world before his church. You know why? Because you don't realize it's his church. You think it's your church. Your church, my vote, my dollar, my pew, my parking place. Let me help you a little bit. Ain't none of that true. It's all his. Every one of them. And he has purchased it at the high price of the sinless son of God. Oh, people say that the church has failed. And I'm sure it has. You look at her if you would, please. I've been now preaching or trying to preach for 50 years. It's changed a little bit in 50 years. Have you noticed that? Do you know that when I started to preach, all the cars didn't have cruise control? When I started to preach, you had G and Ha. You'll get that after a while. When I started to preach, Things were different. 
architecture was different. Dress was different. Convictions were different. Philosophies were different. Families were different. Morals were different. Television was different. Phones were different. When I started to preach, you either had a private line or a public line. And you got on the public line and you had all the news you want in just a minute. Amen. Things are different. But there's one thing that is not different. It's still his church. He still prayed, paid a tremendous price. Although we look around and the forces of hell may oppose her. And the worldliness may surround her. And shallowness may be in her. And change may threaten her. But I've got great news. Nevertheless, the foundation of God remaineth sure. God is still God. And he ain't running for president. Thank the Lord. Because he couldn't afford the TV time. And so just on after 30 years, I want to take the Bible in about five minutes and tell you why this Joshua Baptist Church is still his church. Number one in the Bible, several times God describes the Bible in different terminology and analogies. For instance, the church is referred to as the family of God. Over and over throughout the Bible, the church is explained. Of course, you really can't find out what the church is all about. Spending 99% of your time on a cell phone, looking at Facebook, Spacebook, and outer Spacebook. So I thought I'd just let you turn your phone off a minute, and I want to tell you what Joshua Baptist Church is out of the Word of God. Joshua Baptist Church, number one, is his body. Number two, in the Word of God, Joshua Baptist Church is still his building. And Joshua Baptist Church is still his mission. Now, don't you ever forget that. If you don't know anything else about the church, you need to realize, and I need to realize, that this church has a divine purpose in this world. Not a secular purpose. Not a Gene Wolfenbarger purpose. I did not start this place to just have a place to preach. I preach to increase this place. They tell me not to borrow money. Pay cash for everything. Well, you know what you'd have right now? Because we was broke when we started. My wife and I and Amanda Lee 
went right across the street, right over there with Mr. Mr. Uh, he's gone now, Mr. Crawford. And I didn't Jew him down because that's not politically correct. I Wolfenbargered him down <laughs> on a 16-foot trailer. I don't know, I bought it on credit. Did we, wife? I don't remember. I know we didn't have any money. And my wife and Amanda Lee would take that trailer, go to Walnut Springs, and load that trailer with firewood. We'd bring that firewood back to the Metroplex and sell that firewood and put the money in the church. And then we'd go get another load and bring it back and put the money in the church. And then I'd go out and preach a revival meeting and get a love offer and bring the money back and put in the church. This church voted three weeks after it started to pay me $125 retroactive back to the very first day that we met. This church is taking care of its pastor every single week of its existence. Except last week, the check bounced. (laughs) Not in your life. Not in my lifetime. After all these years, this church, this one, I don't believe in that universal great big phenomena floating out yonder that you don't have to tithe to. Ain't but one kind of church mentioned in the Word of God. It's a local church. It's where people meet. It's where people laugh. It's where people cry. It's where people rejoice. It's where people hurt. It's where people give. It's where people go soul winning. It's where people learn the Word of God. It's where people fall in love with Jesus and teach their children to do the same thing. That's the only kind of church mentioned in the Word of God. So thusly, according to the book of Colossians chapter 1, the Bible said that he, Christ, is the head of the body, the church. A body is not an inanimate object. The body, the body is alive. A body, if it's not alive, it belongs in the graveyard. A body is not an organization, it is an organism. Alive. Ooh. Alive. And God says that Joshua Baptist Church, 1 Corinthians 12, talks about ye are the members of his body. Individual members. And all members are important. So it makes no difference whether it's Garrett or it makes no difference. And I hate to say, Kay, dear Lord, I've been preaching for her so long it hasn't helped her a bit. <laughs> Has it, Kay? Not a bit. Forty-some years I've been preaching to her and she's the sweetest thing I know. But this church is a living organism made up of members, members that feel 
Members that laugh. Members that cry. Members that serve. Members that just helps propagate the body and make it healthy. Do you understand that? Do you understand that? And all the members are important. Wouldn't it have been nice this morning when I got up and my body got up ready to go to church and one finger said, I think I'll stay home today. Well, I think I'll do something else today. Have you ever mashed your thumb? And a few minutes later, it's turning some of the most beautiful colors of purple you've ever seen in all your life. Huh? And then that booger starts throbbing. Boom. 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 This other thumb says, you deserved it. I've been praying that that would happen to you. Be sure your sins has found you out. (laughs) It's not how your body works. Huh? You get a toothache at 4 o'clock in the morning and every dentist in the world is asleep or dead. And you're too religious to drink. And your tooth is about to kill you. And your toes begin to laugh. <laughs> Ain't we having a good time? Bodies don't work that way. The Bible says that the church is his body and you are his members. And when one member rejoices, all members rejoice with it. And when one member suffers, all members suffer with it. Amen. And all the members of that body goes into making the body. You say, well, I don't think that's a very good looking body. I wouldn't trade with you. Can I please help you a little bit? The church is his body. Colossians 1.18. His body, not mine. His body, not mine. And you are a particular member of his body. Which is to make his body efficiently serving the head, the Lord Jesus. Is there anybody still awake? Well, I think I'll just check around and see which church I feel good in. No, what you need to do is find out which body God wants you in. And then you get in that body and then you do perform the activities that God wants you to perform in that body. Every member in this body should have care one for another. Everyone is important. The Bible said those members that are more feeble are necessary. Uh, All of these 
get the attention. These gets all the attention. They're not really necessary for life. They're necessary for efficiency. But now if you peel some of this back and see some of the members that's not advertised, you might realize they're necessary. Uh, now these are the song leaders and this is the preacher. And, but if you get inside here, you know, just peel this back a little bit. And you'll find out that there's some members, you know, that sits on this pew with these beautiful gray-haired ladies who prayed diligently for her, their preacher, who loves their preacher with all their heart. Oh, they're not in the limelight. But you peel back You'll find some of the widows, some of the others, who are very significant. When I was 16, I had a kidney taken out. No, was it a kidney? <laughs> Wife, what? Yeah, how many kidneys you got? Two? You know, ain't God good? He'd give you two kidneys, you don't need them, you always got a spare. When I was 16, I had a kidney removed. Now I realize how important the other one is now. You peel back all the facade and all the surface and all the superficial. You are a very important member to the body of the Lord Jesus. You say, well, I don't do much. I got a lot of members don't do much. My feet don't do much anymore, except hurt. My legs don't do much anymore. They just remind me of there. Every time I stand up, I start yelling and screaming because they're hurting so bad. But I'm not going to kick them out because I sure love them two legs right where they are. Would you listen to me today? After 30 years, ups and downs, ins and outs, you're still necessary to the body of the Lord Jesus. You understand that? God, see, I don't do much. Just you being here does more than you'll ever know. Just filling that seat where you're sitting encourages me and the other pastor to preach the Word of God with vim and vitality and the help of Almighty God. Joshua Baptist Church, after 30 years, is still the body of Christ and you are a very important, significant member. Amen. The Bible said that God hath, hath put the members in the body as it hath pleased him. Now, if I'd have been God, I think I'd have added another member to my anatomy. It would have been a tail. <laughs> now, you just think about it just a minute and close it. The evolutionists may not be so out in the left field. 
I think at certain times a tale would be most beneficial. For instance, when you're going down the road driving your car and you got a Pepsi in your lap, wouldn't it be nice if you had a tail to wrap around that Pepsi and just have it right around your going? <laughs> or maybe you women, when you're coming home from grocery shopping and you got 7,000 bags in your hand and you get to the door and the doorknob won't turn and you can't grab the doorknob because you got packages. Wouldn't it be nice if you just had a tail? Just... Wouldn't that be nice? That would be nice. Amen. You are a member, a living member of a living organism, not a dead, dry organization. The church should be alive. The church is made up of lively stones. A stone without Christ is an animate object of no wealth and no value. But when Christ saves that object, they become not a dead stone, but a lively stone. 1 Peter chapter 2. And we are made into, I close, a spiritual building. The church is his building. I'm glad of that. Because when you say the house of God, that indicates a building, a house of God. In Luke, Jesus said, go out into the highways and compel them to come in that my, any of you know what the rest of it is, house may be filled. A house. Thank God that Peter speaks of a spiritual building, a spiritual house, where God is the master architect and Jesus is the master builder and the Holy Spirit, the project manager. Ha <laughs> ha. Go ahead and say amen, some of you guys. It won't, it won't kill you. And we are a spiritual building built up of lively stone. The Holy Spirit of God is collecting the materials, or is He not? And He has placed them in the building as it has pleased Him. And this church is a spiritual building. Can you say amen? You say, well, preacher, don't get too excited. I'm not. I'm just going to read you something out of Ephesians chapter number 2. I want you to listen real close because I don't want you to miss this. Joshua Baptist Church, after 30 years, don't belong to me and it don't belong to you. After 30 years, this is his body of whom he is the head and we are the members. This is his building and he is the builder. And we are the building materials. Watch this. Verse 19. Ephesians chapter number 2. Watch this. Now therefore. You are no more strangers. 
or foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. And are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, of whom all the building framed together groweth unto a holy temple in the Lord, in whom ye also are building together for a habitation of God through the Spirit. Man, I don't know. That's a good, it ought to make you Baptist shout. After 30 years, it's not mine. And for the next 30 years, it'll not be his. And if Jesus tarries his coming 100 years, this church will still be his. His body. His building. For an habitation. I don't know about you, but I'm kind of glad of that. I read the other day there's three kind of members in every church. Watch this. Effective, ineffective, and defective. Which one are you? Which one are you? I asked my wife yesterday, I said, honey, what's the definition of cancer? I think some of my other kids were there. I'm so honored to have five of my kids here today. The only idiot didn't show up. The rest of them were smart kids. <laughs> my oldest son, Gene Jr., had a wedding this week. Seventh time he's been married. So he... <laughs> but one of his... One of his dear, dear, dear family has been with him all these years. Uh, the daughter was being married this week, and Gene Jr. is performing the, the, the ritual. <laughs> and I asked my wife yesterday, I don't know where, where I heard this, but I'm, I'm done. I, I ain't even going to give you the last point. Church is mission, and we're as missionaries. Somewhere along the line, I, learned, I heard that cancer, by definition, is nothing more, nothing less than rogue cells. Rogue cells. Rogue members bucking the system. And because they are cells, In that particular system, God has made us in such a way that the red cells are for nutrition, white cells are for infection. And any time any foreign object or threat comes to our body, white cells multiply excruciatingly fast and rushes to that area to kill the invading danger. 
Thus, you have abscess. Abscess is dead white cells that is given themselves to protect the body. Cancer are rogue cells that's wanting to do their own thing. And white cells will not attack because they're part of the body. Why cancer is so deadly is because nothing in our body will fight itself. And white cells will not attack the rogue cells because they're part of the body. Thusly, they do nothing and the rogue cells kill the body. How many churches you know have got cancer? Rogue members. And other members sit idly by while rogue cells kills. It's called cancer. You know any churches where rogue members kill the body? A church is not an organization. It's an organism made up of live, breathing, feeling members. Well, I I know they're wrong, but they're my friends, and I just, I'm just going to stay neutral of this deal. I'm just going to let cancer kill the body. See, this is a body. Boy, it got quiet as a funeral in here. I don't want to be a rogue cell. I want to be a red cell. I want to bring nourishment and life and enthusiasm to the body. And all of people, all of God's people said, Amen. Amen. Well, church is his mission, we're his missionaries. Jesus said, For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. That's his mission. His mission is, didn't come to make you happy. He did not come to make me happy. He come to seek and to save that which was lost. Amen. He found me one night on a Thursday night in Farmer's Branch, Texas. Sat in my living room. He found me, he did. When a soul winner knocked on my door. Walked in my house and sat down on my couch. Pulled that little soul winner's New Testament out of his shirt pocket and said, Gene, do you know if you died today, if you'd spend eternity in heaven? And it was that night, a missionary from one of God's missions came to my house 
showed me how to be saved. And Jesus said, as the Father has sent me, even so send I you. As long as I live, as long as God gives me the privilege of breathing his sweet air, I'll be somewhere sending somebody to tell anybody about the most wonderful somebody I ever met. Joshua Baptist Church. After 30 years, there's still his body, still his building, and still his mission. And we are his missionaries.